You're listening to Do You Hear That? A podcast about birds hosted by Noah Kalina and Paul Amara. We're bird enthusiasts, not bird experts. I don't know why this happens, but sometimes I just get really intense niche cravings for different food items. And I was really craving the sandwich you make the day after Thanksgiving, like with all the leftovers from Thanksgiving. Wait, 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 wait. I don't know why I was craving this. Pa, but pa. Do you hear that? There it is. There it is. What is that? What do you mean, what is that? You don't know what that is? No, it's kind of scary. That's the gobbler. The gobbler. Paul, that is the wild turkey. Of course. AKA the, the gobbler because of that sound, that telltale. Do people really call it a gobbler? It is affectionately known as a gobbler. Really? I knew that they gobbled, but I didn't know that it was referred to as the gobbler. Like I said, it's an affectionate term. Affectionate term. Got it. Okay. The wild turkey scientific name is Melagris gallopavo. We can call it Melagris gobbler. Yeah, play it back. Google. Let me make sure I got that right. Gobbler. Yeah, I got that right. You're getting better at these. Yeah, definitely. So the wild turkey, man, I mean, this is... There, I don't I don't know if there is a bird that is more all-American. How did I know you were going to say that? I thought the same thing, but then reading up on this, it says that they actually come from Mexico. <laughs> did you see that? Well, I meant the Americas. Right. Not the United States of America. Okay, you're right. I'm, I'm sorry. I totally misunderstood. <laughs> Although, if you do look at the range of this bird, it is almost entirely the United States. Definitely, it kind of misses the Rockies and a little bit of the desert. I saw that on the map, and it looks like it is purposely avoiding Nevada. Yeah. It hits every single state except for Nevada. <laughs> yeah. And what's it, funny to me is, like, this bird kind of has this, like, mafia boss look to it. Interesting. So I'm like, maybe they do hang out in Nevada. They just wow. don't kill anybody that knows it like no one knows about it yes (laughs) yeah that is interesting it it almost i wonder if maybe they have a sense to avoid radioactive areas (laughs) are you saying that nevada is completely radioactive well i mean didn't they used to test nuclear bombs in nevada you're probably right i'm pretty sure it was that state maybe that area in the united states where these turkeys don't go is where and this is purely speculation on my part, but that's what we do on this show. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm just hypothesizing here based on the range of this bird. And maybe it's they're avoiding where there were nuclear tests and nuclear fallout. And if you look at that area, it sort of goes east a bit and then north. And like that kind of seems like a wind pattern, too. So You did mention the Rockies, and honestly, I didn't even really think about the geographic landscape right like they couldn't climb the mountains yeah and these birds really like they seem a little top heavy a little clumsy they're so big i haven't really looked at a turkey like of course i okay i'm not gonna admit to eating turkeys because we don't talk about eating birds on the show but you know i've seen them prepared in the food world and i always kind of forget how they look like you know, a hand turkey. You ever make a hand turkey? Like a construction paper? Yeah, the thumb is the head. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I miss doing that. Yeah. 
But like they're big birds and they have small heads. Yeah. Because of that, they're a little unsettling to me. I'll be honest. Something about the look of this bird this morning when I was doing a little bit of research, I was sort of like getting a bad vibe. Wow. Well, yeah, I think let's describe the wild turkey to the audience in case they've never seen it before. Which, by the way, have you have never seen a wild turkey in real life before? I have. On the side of the road a few times. Yeah, common. Yeah. Side of the road. But I just sort of forget how intense they look. Yeah. Especially like this one picture on allaboutbirds.org. It's displaying itself. <laughs> it's really like it's got its tail feathers like perched up. Yeah. And that's the male. The next picture is of the female. And I was unaware that there is such a big difference in how they look. The female is so much more slender and less like scary looking. Yeah. But if you haven't seen a turkey... Picture a chicken that's bigger. Is that accurate or not? No, maybe not. Mm, maybe not. I mean, you know, they are similar. And the call, the main call that we're hearing right now. The gobble. The gobble. That is similar to a rooster's crow that is done by the male yeah. and can be heard from far away. Mm. But yeah, I mean, you know, in, and in many ways, like the male turkey is different than the female or hen of this kind of bird. Mm-hmm. The females aren't as big. They're To me, when I see them, they're like runners. I always see them because they, they have an incredible eyesight. I'll see them walk through my studio windows and then I'll start going to the window and they see me like from very far away and then they just start running. Wow. And usually it's the females. I, I rarely see the males. I only start seeing the males, I guess, when they start to breed. Wow. Which I'm not sure when that is. I think it's a little like a little later in the summer or something. It's interesting you mentioned they run. Yeah. Because I read this fact that when a turkey is in danger, the male will run from the danger. Right. While the female will fly from the danger. And I think this is a really interesting characteristic of the turkey because to me it If I'm a bird and I can fly and there's danger, I'm flying, you know. But maybe in this state of panic, the male isn't thinking very logistically. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I have seen these birds fly before because they do roam in flocks, big flocks. I've seen a flock, and I'm I'm wondering if that's what it's called, a flock of turkeys. Um, I'm sure there's a, it's called a rafter. Oh. I was going to guess buffet. And I've seen them 10, 12, maybe 15 come through my property. Wow. I try to sneak up on them to get closer, to get a better look, maybe to try to get some photos. And one time I did this and it spooked them and they all started flying and they flew out into the woods behind my house and it was spectacular. And I didn't even realize that they do indeed fly. Wow. They do fly, I think, mostly because they roost and they get off the ground and they sit in trees. And that's sort of when they sleep at night. It's to avoid predators up in, up in trees. I don't know why I thought this, but I, I thought that turkeys just like didn't fly. Yeah. I think that's common to think that they don't, but they do. But I don't think they're long distance flyers. They're like... yeah. They're just like short-term jumping up into the trees flyers. Yeah, they seem heavy. Yeah, they're big birds. I think they can get up to like 18 pounds for the male, something like that. 
By the way, I think if people don't know, like haven't seen a photo of a wild turkey, and I'm sure most people have, but you should Google it again and check it out. But I always think that the male, its head, it's so unique because it's like naked, basically. Yeah, it's bald. Bald and blue, and it has like this red, it sort of looks like a penis that comes off of its neck. And I think this looks like that character from Mad Max, a Morton Joe. You know that character? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the main villain in that movie. Yeah, the main villain. You think that this guy looks like a turkey? I see it. <laughs> you don't think so? I see it. <laughs> kind of a stretch. <laughs> Both that character and the wild turkey do have a menacing look to them. So I think in that regard, they do look similar. Yeah, it's funny because it is menacing, but the wild turkey is not scary. In fact, it will run for its <laughs> life once it sees you. <laughs> The turkey is, without a question, a game bird. Right. Which is always kind of a bummer to talk about because I I don't think people should be shooting birds for fun. No. But, you know, the turkey is delicious. People do like turkey food. Yeah. Do you think it's called game because it's a sport? So I've thought about this because that could be it. But sometimes when you eat meat, people say it's gamey. (laughs) I know. What does that mean? Like, it's fatty? I know. I don't know. Looking at the juvenile turkeys. Yeah. They're kind of cute. Yeah. They're big. These birds are cute in how ugly they are. I think they are an amazing bird. And I think it's a treat when you get to see them. And in fact, just the other day, I was driving down the road and there was a mama turkey with a bunch of babies. And that's always a, a special gift, a natural gift of life to see that. That's beautiful. But yeah, I mean, well, so I don't Have you ever watched a male turkey do its mating dance and call the strut where it flares up? So those big turkey feathers that present sort of like a peacock. Everyone knows how a peacock's feathers come out. Yeah. The wild male turkey, those feathers don't always look like that. Right. They flare them out when they're trying to impress the females. Mm-hmm. And to watch this happen is so interesting because they sort of like hop around and do this like strutting and like drop a wing. And my chickens do a very similar thing. They don't flare out. The roosters don't present like feathers like the turkey does, but they do the same kind of like being cool and like dropping around and like just being very weirdly spastic. <laughs> but it's also very human huh. how they're trying to impress the female and how the female completely seems to ignore this behavior. I like it. I like that birds try to show off. There's something about it where I'm like, yeah, man, do it. Do your thing. I mean, that's what you got to do. It's not like they have a job or anything. Like their only point, like all birds, I think, right? Like their only objective is to survive. Mm -hmm. So in many ways, their job is to mate. I guess that's nature. I think this is the largest bird that we've talked about. Yeah, I think so. Might be one of the largest birds just around. Well, you know what I think about a lot is the ostrich. Oh, yeah, that's a big bird. That bird's huge. You know, I don't know. Do you see wild ostriches around? No, never, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure in like, I don't know where. Where do ostriches hang around? I mean, that's the thing. I think that's what we're doing on the show, though, is like, Birds that you can observe in the wild and aren't fully domesticated. I'm sure there are turkeys. You could have them, like, keep them as pets. Yeah. But the wild turkey is definitely a uh, just a, something you might stumble upon. 
Yes. Like chickens are a bird, but we're not doing the chickens on this podcast. No. And we're not going to do like your parakeet or something. No. My old landlord had a bird. It was like a some sort of green bird, little parakeet, and its name was Picasso. <laughs> yeah. It had the loudest screeching sound. Yeah. And he lived above me, so every day I just hear this parakeet. Wow. That's kind of annoying. It was so annoying. And it would literally like sit on this guy's shoulder everywhere he went. I was signing my lease and this parakeet was like screeching. And I was like, is this a good idea? Like, this feels like a really bad idea. Wow. Yeah, that was a red flag. <laughs> it was bad. That ended up being a rough apartment. How long did you stay there? Just a year minimum. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to tell me about the turkey? Um, not really. Wow. Okay. There's one fact I found slightly amusing, which was that it uses its tail feathers in the water to sort of float. I feel like I have a, a vivid image of how this would look. Like its tail feathers, if you see its plumage. Yeah. Imagine those flat on the water. It's a lot of surface area. And then it uses its feet to pedal around. Wow. I've never, uh, I've never seen a wild turkey in the water before. Me neither. I didn't even think they did that. That's amazing. There is the one famous story about how Ben Franklin wanted the wild turkey to be the national bird of the United States. Whoa. Do you know about this story? No. It's somewhat disputed, I think. Like, ultimately, like, it ended up being the bald eagle. Mm. But Ben Franklin, he wrote a letter. I don't know. People can look this up. It's sort of interesting. And some people don't think if he was actually being serious, he could have just been joking. He's like, let me see if I can just pull a quote right here. For my own part, I wish the bald eagle had not been chosen the representative of our country. He is a bird of bad moral character. They wrote so annoying back then. It's yeah, just, they it's, did. It's just like, get on with yeah. it. Why does everything have to be like some poetic, <laughs> you know, and some words are capitalized yeah. in the middle of a sentence? <laughs> you know, like, and meanwhile, they want us to think that the Constitution is like the, wor no, the word of God. Yeah, we can't get started. Why are you getting me started on this? <laughs> but uh, yeah, where does he get on to the point? Oh, well, so the turkey is in comparison a much more respectable bird and withal a true original native of America. He is besides, though, a little vain and silly. Now, obviously Ben Franklin was f***ing around here. Like he was just being cheeky or whatever. And it says later... Franklin never publicly voiced opposition to the bald eagle as a national symbol, nor did he ever publicly suggest the turkey as a national symbol. So people found this letter in, you know, wherever. Just, so it comes up a lot. But if you think about it, in many ways, the wild turkey is kind of a cool bird to represent America. I kind of see where he's coming from with that. All right. Well, so Paul, let's let's do it. Let's rate this bird on the world famous five gobble scale. <laughs> five gobble scale. Uh, something about this bird—it's giving me three gobble energy. Whoa! I know. I'm really surprised you don't like the wild turkey. Just something about its—the look in its eye. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, I'm giving the wild turkey five gobbles. Okay. I think the wild turkey is a five gobble bird, but you know, with your score and my score, this this wild turkey is a four gobble bird. 
You were not into it. You're upset. <laughs> I'm not upset. I just like, I think that maybe I was getting a little too comfortable with the cute birds. Right. And then we see this bird and I'm, actually, okay, wait, there's this picture of this turkey in flight and its wings are stunning. We did, I didn't really describe <laughs> it, but it's got this iridescent purple and like teal. Oh yeah. It's actually pretty nice. I'm still keeping my score, but. Remember how the other day we did the indigo bunting and then. I saw an indigo bunting just... Dude, that video was amazing. Yeah, so, but it's not as blue as the photos that you might see online. Yeah. Photos online, people lie. Photographers are cheats. Yeah. They cheat, they enhance. Uh, most photographs are a lie to entice you to believe something is better than it really is. See you tomorrow, Paul. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Is hosted by Noah Kalina and Paul O'Mara. Edited and engineered by Paul. Music also by Paul. Noah last photographed Gobble Bird on June 29th, 2022. Follow us on Twitter at The Best Bird Pod and support the show on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash do you hear that. Episode art images sourced from the Library of Congress. Ambient bird sounds by Noah Kalina and additional bird sounds from MacaulayLibrary.org.